I love myself. I love myself. I love myself. I love myself. We're live for another episode of the I Love Myself podcast. I have two very special guests. To the right, I have my brother Dex. To the left, I have my sister Crystal, a.k.a. Pimp C. See, I know we got to start this <laughs> off right. Both of y'all got to tell me why y'all love yourself before we get into the topic. Me first. I love myself because I am wise. I am beautiful. I am strong. I am amazing. I am virtuous. Let's go. <laughs> I love myself because I am. That's it. Period. That's it. So we got another guest. Oh, my bad, Dex. We got another guest coming in a few minutes. Let me let my brother Dex finish. What are you saying, bro? Sorry, I cut you off. Because I am, man. Because I got to understand that. Whatever you're going to add after that, you add after that. It's you. Let's go. Come a little closer to the mic, Dex. Or pull it closer to you. Mm. <laughs> Pause. <laughs> All right, y'all. So the topic today. I think it's a very important topic. It's been all over the internet. And I think it's just important to have some very educated people talk about it. When my brother Dex reached out. I said, you have to be here. I thought my sister Crystal was joking. When I when I thought about doing this topic, she was the first person in my mind. I'm like, if Crystal was here, this is something she would tear up. Absolutely. And y'all going to see why in a minute. So <laughs> the question is, gender roles, should they exist? Should men pay all the bills? Let's get into it. Mm. Ladies first. You added that second part. You like that? Right. (laughs) He's like, I'm going to slide this in here. Gender roles. I don't, I think that they're necessary. I don't, I don't think that it's a, um, if you feel like it's not necessary in your relationship, then fine. But I feel like it's necessary for a functional household. So tell me this, Crystal. When you say gender roles, I mean, tell me this, Pimpsy. What are gender roles to you? Gender roles to me is the husband kind of doing the provision, the providing, you know, making sure you, you cook the bacon. I mean, sorry, you, you get the bacon. I cook it. Mm. I cook the bacon for you. So, but that's kind of how I run my household. So let me ask you this. If he's bringing home the bacon, do you have to do what he says? Um, in regards to element of control or submission? Both. I will definitely honor my husband. So are you a submissive wife? Yeah. A lot of women nowadays have a problem with that. Like you, mm-hmm. I think even Dex can attest to this. Like women nowadays are very masculine. No. Yeah. I'm a, I'm an alpha female, but I'm an alpha female based on my upbringing. So let me ask you this. Okay. So you say you're submissive. Is that because he takes care of what he's supposed to take? And I say you were a man that didn't take care of what he's supposed to take care of. Would you still be submissive? Mm-mm. So it's almost transactional. In a sense. Yeah. Okay. So the only way a man deserves a woman that plays her role is if he does what he's supposed to do. If he's doing what he's supposed to do, she, she'll automatically desire to do that. Like I take pride in submitting to my husband because it's not, Oh, he's paying the bills and I'm going to submit to him. It's, it's his demeanor of it. So I'm able to rest in my femininity when I'm around him. Mm. And that's honorable to me because if I have to take on something that's not natural, why am I with you? I shouldn't have to act like a nigga. Although Y'all see playfully, you know what I'm saying? I may have that mentality, but I like being a lady. So you opening up the door, you making sure I'm protected. You're making sure I'm safe. Those things, I need those things. So do you believe in 50-50? No, 100-100. I'm talking about as far as bills and stuff. No, you pay the bills. <laughs> you can cover the bills. But let me say this. there, There's a... 
when I say that, let me be, let me be clear. Cause I know, I don't want some of you, but like, yes, girl. No. When I say you cover the bills, I'm still working and I'm still bringing in income, but that income is going to our savings. I'm buying uh, things on the back end. If you're getting low on funds, I got you. You know what I'm saying? My, my, my man wants some new LeBrons that I just purchased. Hello. You're going to get those tennis shoes. Okay. We're going to go on some nice trips. (laughs) Yeah. Because you're not just going to supply everything. If you're taking care of those main bills, that frees me up Mm. to be able to take care of you. Okay. So do you feel like you have to work? Like, could you stop if you wanted to? Yeah, it's a choice. But I desire to. Yeah, let's get Dex in here. Dex, where were we at? <laughs> where were we at? It was good. Um, what you think, Dex? And Dex, let, let's preface this with the fact that Dex has a daughter, so he's going to give us, uh, uh, I guess, a husband's perspective and a father perspective. Right. So almost like what kind of man do you want your daughter to be with? Thanks. Um, I don't believe it should be gender roles, right? Because I look mm-hmm. at it, like, when do, when do they start? Like, you had your first girlfriend maybe kindergarten, fourth grade, when you gave him that, will you be my Valentine, be my girlfriend? Was he a gender role then? Gender roles then, right? High school, your first boyfriend or girlfriend, did y'all have gender roles then? You know, college, whatever, right? So a lot of things that she touched on is heavy because I feel like there should it should be whatever benefits the relationship. Mm, yeah. Right? Not so much necessarily you take care of me, I take care of you. It's what take care of the relationship. Mm. So... Over time, that the roles are gonna evolve. Mm-hmm. Let's say you, as a woman, most women deal with a lot, medical, you no know, personal issues. What if you can't work because you develop an illness? Well, if your role was to cook and clean, I'm gonna say I can't cook and clean no more. Mm. Or do I gotta hire your maid to replace you, right? And if you get replaced from your roles, does that make the maid entitled to the benefits you was getting? <laughs> you feel me? Did she get the dick too? Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> you feel me? So. <laughs> So when you, like I say, I feel like it's designed to where it was. It was created, right? They created the gender roles. They packaged it, sold it to us, and we bought it. Mm-hmm. When like she's saying, look, if we both working and doing what we could do for the family, all right, if my bread gonna pay the bills, then your bread go to, toward investing in the family, mm. right? So now you you tackling the economy and these monsters, this the the things we suffer and struggle through with two people, mm. right? Also. Let's say we split, we leave. The next man or woman come in, and I got to hold them to the same high regards as I, as I held you. And they mm-hmm. can't fulfill that. You know what I mean? They ain't they like, look, I ain't cooking, I ain't cleaning, I ain't doing nothing. Right? They not going to play that role. So now you suffering because you ain't meet up the expectation of my previous wife, speaking mm-hmm. from a man's mm-hmm. perspective or previous girlfriend. Now I'm sitting there looking like, damn, ain't none of these women ever going to be good enough for me. Then it segue into these conversations that, Women ain't shit. Mm. Men ain't shit. Right. right? Because all these roles were created when realistically it's just skills. Everything I know, you can learn. Mm. Everything you learn, I can learn. Right. So that's right. why she said earlier about <laughs> providing, protecting, protecting, and producing. Mm. You feel me? I got to be comfortable knowing that, yo, if I slip and fall, she can do it. Mm. She slip and fall, I can do it too. So, like I said, for me, nah, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't think it should be roles. All right. Oh, my bad, Dex. Let's get into a sponsor real quick. This episode of the I Love Myself podcast is brought to you by Original Occasions. If you want to take your wife or your side chick on a real date, outside, <laughs> inside, you get at Original Occasions. You can call them at 770-882-8079. You can follow my Instagram at Original Occasions. Tell them Brother Umar sent you. So I think we had two very pop- 
two highly intelligent people, first of all. But second of all, we had two very powerful points of view, which I think is important. I think it's important for us to accept each other's points of view. So, Pimp C, what you got to say to what Dex said? I agree with him in that aspect. You do have to, and I think that's where a lot of marriages end in divorce. Because it's it's too straight line and traditional when it comes to gender roles. I agree with gender roles in in regards to it being ne- necessary for, from a woman's perspective, her being able to relax in that part, but not so to where it's like you have to do this. Like I I want to work. Agreed. I feel weird if I'm not working. So what do you think is making like, what do you think is making women so like damn near masculine nowadays? It's like. You know, I understand that women have to be like uh, nowadays, like ultra, ultra independent. Mm-hmm. But sometimes you'll meet some women that's damn near like dealing with a man. You know, I'm they, gonna get in trouble for that comment. <laughs> no, it's agenda that's being pushed. It's always been an agenda. If you're able to remove the man out of the household, the government can say, "Oh, okay, you don't need a man." Mm. And so, because you don't need a man, we're gonna supply you with school. We're going to supply you with government funding. And so now the mentality of the female is if I like, what are you here for? I could do battle by myself. What? Well, I don't need you. What mm. did you hear? I'm a boss bitch. Did I got right. this? So I don't I got need a you question no more. For both of you. It's, it's, it's like it's displaced anger. Yeah. It's like, programming. You don't know where that frustration coming from. Yeah. Because mm. you feel like all the boxes been checked, right? I'm, I'm being provided for. Yeah. Like, you say you want to provide a protector. Yeah. I'm being provided for. If I need protection, I could call the police. Right? No, what's um, he even here for? Government produce, right? So what I need you here for? You kind of just a placeholder. Mm-hmm. If you ain't bringing nothing that's entertaining, entertaining or adventurous, you serve no purpose. Right. I think we, we caught up in that entertainment aspect. Mm. Everything, because people pe- when people travel, right? Most of the time you look on on social media when you see people traveling, you always see everything's entertainment. We yeah. at the beach, we're here doing. You never see nobody in museums. You never see nobody doing the cultural stuff to learn new things. Yeah. So entertainment is like you're addicted to it. Our life has then it became a movie. Correct. So now when the man or woman that you with can't entertain you or stimulate you like that, it's like when it's nobody's damn job. Like you want to be entertained, go buy some tickets. You gotta go. So let me ask both of y'all a question. From a woman's perspective, what are five things a man shouldn't have to do if he has a woman in his life? And then from a male perspective, what are five things a woman shouldn't have to do if she has a man in her life? Um Let's see, five things a man should not have to do. Um, I would say, well, hell, I don't know. That's a little tough that's because true. my husband and I, yeah, we kind of, we, we're in a flow of things. Like I know for, for myself speaking, I, but this is just me. I like to cook for my husband. My husband, he never has to cook. I, I thoroughly enjoy it. Hold on, plug your, plug your food page real quick. Oh, yeah, y'all hit up my Instagram, Drunken Sweets. Incorporated INC. Oh, I'm looking at the wrong camera. Okay, Drunken Sweets Inc. Hit me up. But it's Texas. I haven't I haven't figured out how to do the, the shipping yet. I'm getting on. If you ship that, the mailman gonna steal it. So it's better <laughs> not to ship that. But yeah, I mean, I cook for him. Um, I like to cater to him. Like I enjoy giving him massages. Um, you know, if we gonna add that he shouldn't have to massage himself. <laughs> he shouldn't have to massage himself. <laughs> shouldn't have to cook for himself. But in a way, but in a way, we can even touch on that when it comes to you know. He shouldn't sex. have to please himself. That's what I was gonna say. If, if you still, I'm being real. I thought that's what the massage. Yeah. Yeah. Happy ending. <laughs> Look, if a man still giving himself a happy ending and he's married, he probably should be divorced. There's still some things that you should do. 
and you should want to do. Yeah. So it's like, okay, when it comes to pleasure and I get ladies, I totally understand because there's different reasons as to why that, and I think that's another, that's a podcast for another day. No, but, run it, run it, Chris. Oh, <laughs> well, I go. mean, cause you know, some women, they may have health issues. Okay. Um, some men, they may not genuinely know how to please a woman. Women could have pelvic floor Stop dysfunction. Right Stop right there. Stop right there. Stop right there. <laughs> I'm not trying Stop to right shift there. it. I'm no, trying no, no, to keep no, the focus it's important. Because this all falls under gender roles. Okay. So in a case where a man can't please a woman, which is happening a lot nowadays, mm-hmm. what do you think should be done? She needs to speak up. So you, you think most women aren't speaking up? Yes. Most women are not speaking up. And people up. don't know you're low-key a sex worker, we could say. <laughs> Can I say that? Not a sex worker. What, what, what would I call it, Tipsy? Come on, tell me. Shit. I'm a birth worker. Because I walked in on you saying some pause-worthy shit, talking about clitoral stimulation and pregnancy yes, and all I'm that. I'm a birth worker, which is like a maternal support practitioner. I'm okay. becoming like midwife, so doula type if stuff. If a woman isn't, because you have some religions where that's actually grounds for a divorce if a woman's not been sexually pleased. Yeah. Like, I'm Muslim, and a man's not allowed to ejaculate unless his wife did. Nah, I didn't know that. Yeah. That's, that's like Islamic oh, wow. law. Like, you're not allowed to. Like, a prophet ruled it out. Like, you're not allowed to get off unless she did. If she's wow. not pleased, then you, you keep going. Yeah. So that's why you see in Muslim countries, men are all in shape. And, <laughs> they got some work to do. They you know what I'm saying? They've been clapping cheeks. Uh, yeah, <laughs> got to. Hey, this is an adult show. So, like, don't be having your kids tune in. <laughs> but I'm saying that to say, you know, because I think that's, in my opinion, I think that's one of the things that makes a woman submit if she's pleased on every level. Oh, yeah. Not just, you know, you have dudes that can buy everything, but if you ain't making her feel good. No, it's facts. You're probably still going to go home and deal with some disrespect. You got to so, hit You gotta hit her bottom. Did you hear that, Chris? Yeah, you got to hit the bottom. You got to hit the bottom the bottom part. Ooh. And this is coming from Pimp C. Listen, I'm just saying. I'll give you, you so, got to okay. hit the bottom. So from a woman's perspective, then I want to get Dex's perspective, too, because I'm actually loving this dialogue. <laughs> from a woman's perspective. If a man is taking care of you, but he's not taking care of you, mm-hmm. should you have to do everything else? I would, yeah. I mean, especially if you guys are committed, don't leave them hanging just because sexually you're not satisfied. That becomes a teaching moment. But I think uh, sex so how is long so, should a person have to put up with that? That's predicated on the person. I can't. I can't. Uh, let's just okay, give let's up. say you had a friend, right? And the friend's going through this and it's been going on for like a year. What's your advice in that situation? Are they married or just dating? Married. Oh, you're gonna have, you gonna have if to you're not out, married, I don't actually believe you have anything. Yeah, you're gonna have, you have to stick it out. Stick, stick it out. It out yeah. You're gonna stick it out. Go to therapy. Go to sex therapy. Um, learn because it's a it's something that's happening either with her or with him. Because it's not a man not pleasing a woman is not always the man's fault. Because it could be her. It could be a woman's pelvic floor, especially if she's had kids. It shifts and it changes. Mm. So. That notion of you have kids and your vagina is no longer tight and all that type of stuff, it could be too tight to where you're having issues pleasing, like getting the pleasure and stuff from sex. All right, so now Dex, you have a woman. <laughs> I know I didn't answer all the it's, questions. It's, I'm sorry, y'all. No, no, you're good. You have a woman, and then we're going to come back to that question too. You have a woman and she's not pleasing you, which a lot of men go through. Should you still have to do everything else? <laughs> come on, Dex. <laughs> Give an answer. Only Dex yeah, could give. Nah, you have to, right? Because, you know, different things change. Her mom could be somewhere else. Not even saying on the chin aspect of a dude, right? It could be life. You know what I mean? It could be, with her, it could be her body going through something. So her mom probably, or like most of them could tell you, right? As they probably gain weight. They subconscious, like, man, he might not be attracted to me no more. Mm-hmm. Right? He might not love me. 
It could be anything that could be wrong with her. She she feeling that way. Oh, I'm just not in the mood right now because I'm going through depression or for whatever reason. Could have lost a family member. The goldfish could have died. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like she hate her job. She trying to pivot. She want to do something different. Cause we, as people, we all hit that wall and plateau. Fine, fine. That could be the time her life she plateaus. So I can't be like I'm, I'm about to dip on you because the sex ain't the same no more. Mm. Right? Hey, and we can what, talk. What if it was never good though? That's a whole different animal, right? You're going to have to buy, hey, y'all can buy like Sex 365. <laughs> That's a dope book. The Kama Sutra joint, right? Figure it out. Make it fun. Because now you might be rewriting a chapter. Mm. Now we now we getting intimate again. Okay, it was never good. Now we can learn together, right? Now that's a skill. So as a man, Dex, in that situation, let's say you married a woman. Um, let's say y'all didn't have sex before marriage. Y'all get married and start having sex, and it's not good. You, you sticking it out, you grinding it out. Got to, right? Because, look, I'm the dude, so I got to teach you everything. I ain't never eat a low vibrational plate. Listen. <laughs> you know I mean? That's my man, Dex. I'm going to train you up. Or, you feel me? I got to do all that. So, let's, all right, Dex. So, you have a daughter, and I want you to keep this in mind when you answer this question. What are five things a woman should never have to do if she has a man in her life? I don't know if there's five, but I would say she should have to do anything that to where, like, as men, right, we go in different industries where you know people, like, the mechanic, right? You know the mechanic could take advantage of you if you don't know <laughs> what the hell you doing, right? So as a man, I Coming should be wanting... Coming there oil change, leave with a transmission. Yeah, right, get a whole, right, whole new, tra- whole motor, all that. <laughs> Nah, if so anything that she's in that she could be involved in where she could be taken advantage of or like predatory in nature, that as a man that I know I have that skill, she shouldn't be doing that. Like, so negotiations. Yeah, negotiations, okay. right? And not saying that that's, she can't do it, but it might be in a different field. Word. right? Because she may be able to do it in Victoria's Secret when she's shopping. Word. But can't do it at Midas or Meineke. Mm-hmm. Right? So that's true. That's I'm true. taking the vehicle then. That's right? true. I'm doing that. Um, Anything that involves her safety. Even like with, with the vehicle, pumping gas at night, right? Hey, if you low on right, gas, so you, you, we got negotiation, safety. All right. So I'm I'm gonna take the vehicle to gas it up. Right. Let me, let me handle that. Right. Um she should never have to fear for her safety. So as far as part of being a a provider and protector, I have to train you on the things I know, especially mm. on my background. Right? You're gonna deal with weapons, you're gonna know how to fight. Or, right. So you should never have to feel insecure or less or inadequate in things that you want to learn how to do. Mm. So you say, I want to learn how to fight. All right, well, we're going to figure this thing out. Right. I'm going to teach you, or we're going to fund it. We're going to find somebody else to teach us to right. train us. Right? Um, that's all I could think of, you know. Uh, like I said, and just, um, oh, she should, like, and just navigating the world on a day-to-day. Right? She should never have to feel lost. Mm. Right? Hey, if I ain't got the answer, we're going to figure this thing out together. Or so um, there's probably one more, but I had to come back to that. So let me see. If I had to do five, this is just for me. Um, and it's interesting because everybody's different. So we got two different perspectives. And now our listening audience will have their perspective, and most people are going to agree with both of y'all. So I'm not going to have people have their own thing. I don't want to know Chris's answer. But um, <laughs> if I had to go five, if I could even think of five, I'd say a small one would be open her own door. So a woman has a man in her life, I don't believe she should ever have to open her own door. Um, protect herself, so I got to go with Dex on that. Negotiation is really important. 
Because mm-hmm. you don't know how many times I sat in a um, went to freaking uh, Firestone or something and just be like, bro, come on. Yeah. This woman just needed a windshield wiper. You just sold her a new car. <laughs> I go with that. Um, I for me, pay bills. Um, and I think that she should never feel like she's talking to herself. Like I, I didn't realize how big of a deal communication yeah. was yeah. until my current marriage. Like it's a huge, especially for women, it's a huge deal, because they're really not like us. Like the smallest shit is a big deal. Like for us, you know, what I'm saying like I, 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 I do had a funny video on uh, TikTok where he's leaving the house and he's telling his girl he's leaving. She's asking me questions. Who's going to be this, that, and other? Then when she's leaving, he ain't asking no questions. Like, all right, mm-hmm. take me back. All right, so it's like women take everything so intrinsic and everything's such a big deal that like the smallest miscommunication turns into the biggest thing just because we didn't talk about the smallest thing. Yeah. So those have to be my five effective things. Effective communication. Effective communication. Yeah, it's important. But I had to learn that too, especially on my end, like coming home late, right? Word. Especially with a black one. I was like, yo, just. <laughs> and my mom like, look. Anything I'm, after 9.30 is Yeah, late. I'm yeah. good. But in her, in, her, in her mind, it's like, look, I know how you are. Right? Mm. In a sense that when you move in the streets. And then hold on, Dex. How long have you been married? 15 years. Whew. Right? 15, and, I, and I just learned that maybe like, what, three, four years ago. Wow. Because I'm like, look, I want to go to point A to point B. Right? Even coming here, I'm going to point A and I'm coming back. All right, well, let me know when you're leaving. Right? Because I didn't never look at it, that fear aspect of, look. Mm-hmm. How many times you've been pulled over by police? I've argued with police before in the past, right? Mm-hmm. So it's like it's more mm-hmm. on the so it's, fear, it's, it's fear. that fear of or, it's just yeah. seeing the things in the national spotlight where you having the George Floyd's, the Trayvon Martins, and stuff. Or. So my mind, I'm like, you know where I went, you know I'm coming home. Why are you trying to check up on me? Like, you know, my word is good. I'm going here. I'm coming back. Yeah, it's like no, it's not like that. It's not that I don't trust you. It's like it's that fear of what could happen. And you leave when I come home. So it's like, oh, I get it. So just let me know. I right, I'm on my way. Mm. I mean, also, if you come in the house 11, 12 o'clock at night, I want to know who's coming in the house. Mm. I mean, no, it's you and not a burglar or something. Word. So I had to learn to say, okay, you're right. I see where you're coming from from that. It's a, it's a fear thing. Just, it's more of your safety. Not checking up, trying to track your every move like you're out here doing some nonsense. So I was like, all right. Because it's, it's not always like we don't, even as a mom, like it's not – we don't trust you. We don't trust them. Exactly. Mm. Yeah. That's so it's a point. Yeah. It's a point of you got to calm that worrisome because we like, and this could be something to, that, a, that a man should have to worry about the vulnerability. Oh, all right, hold on, Pipsy. All right, go ahead. So you know what I'm saying? You just add it to it. Now give me your five things. Yeah. So it pleasing, of course, for me, food, <laughs> cooking, right, food. Um, and then just a man being able to trust you. Sure. Okay. So he should never have to go to anybody else for what? Food? Yeah. Trust. Yeah, food, trust, uh, being able to uh, pleasure. 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 On every level. That's yeah. Taste buds pleasure on every level. All right. And um, support. Support. That's a heavy one. Yeah. All right. We need the last one, Pimp C. I can't think of the last one. I don't know if there's five. I probably got five, but I need a minute to think Ple- about Pleasure is a heavy one. But yeah, because uh, because it's important that that you guys men have such a hard time being vulnerable, like completely because of there's fear there. So it's like, how how do I get over this and really knowing that I'm safe? Like, has there been a safe space created in my marriage with you? And that was something that my husband and I had to work on. What I would like for me, what makes me feel safe is um when a woman is feminine, you know, your mother is like, uh, the mother is like ultra feminine and caring and compassionate. Mm-hmm. I think that like 
once we leave, like, because, you know, everybody's entrusted to somebody. So you, when you're born, the boy goes to his mother, and then from his mother, he goes to whatever woman he decides to spend the rest of his, rest of his life with. So normally there's a standard set. Mm-hmm. So now with your mother, if not everybody had that. No, you know yeah. what I mean? Not everybody, not everybody had an affectionate mother. Let me not speak like it happened to everybody. But now if you come from that or you didn't come from that and you're not getting that, you're just going to stay to yourself. Like, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? And so, like, uh, what I see nowadays is, like, a lot of women just ain't like that. It's just not feminine. It's almost mm-hmm. like chilling with your homeboys. It's like, all right, I'm just tell you the shit I tell my homeboys then. Yeah. Right? That's why it's important. It's important that those elements of protection is there because she's able to kind of soften that. How long have you, you been married? It'll be five years next year. All right. So with that, how did you know that this was who you could be that woman with? What did your husband do, display, show? He created a safe space for me. How? By emotionally allowing me to understand that I don't have to be defensive or kind of play the offense like a dude. Give my brother a shout out real quick. Yeah, I love you, Elijah. (laughs) Elijah, I need that music. All right, so what's one moment you could give us? Where it was like you knew at this moment, okay, I can be myself with this man. I didn't want to cry. I had a big thing about crying. So like the dudes I used to date before him, they were um, emotionally abusive. Mm. So it was like if I felt like crying, they'd be like, suck that shit up. What you doing? Like you got to be hard. And my biological father, I didn't have a relationship with him. So kind of like Phoenix, like my grandfather was like the main person. But growing up in Canada, I didn't have that solid figure. My stepdad was just kind of all over the place. So... I, I created that, that feeling of I'm safe. I'm safe for myself. I got me, you know what I mean? My mom could only do so much. So as I got older, that became my demeanor. And when I had a moment where I was like, Ooh, you know, hell life is tough. I want to cry. The dudes that I was with, they were like, nah, shut that, suck that shit up. You got it. What you, what you doing? What you crying? So I was like, Oh, okay. I'm not supposed to cry. And then I stopped crying. But crying is a release for us as women. Like, we're nurturers. We have to release through tears. That's why women are so emotional. Y'all, y'all be like, well, I don't really know what to do. Okay, baby, come here. Like, you know, hold you. Whereas she's just like, I don't know. You know, it's, it's an emotional reaction that was shut down for me. Mm. So I had the moment in the car. We were, I was upset about something. I don't remember. And um, I felt like crying. And I was like, I'm good. I'm good. And he was like, what are you doing? And I'm like, nah, bro, I'm good. You know what I'm saying? I'm good. And I'm talking, but I'm talking to him like a, I'm talking to him like I'm a nigga though. I'm like, nah, I'm good. You know, like I'm good. Like that soft shit. Like, and he was like, okay, first of all, (laughs) we're not doing that. You need to stop that. And I was like, oh, did he just check me? Hold on. Mm. And he was like, we're not doing that. And I was like, I'm fine. And he was like, you're not okay. And it's okay to be okay, to say that you're not okay around me. And he grabbed me. And when he grabbed me, he just hugged me so that I couldn't even help it. I was just like, tears was just falling. And I was like, oh, okay, So in this that is moment, different. you felt protected. I did. Because I was like, get off of me. Like, I'm trying to push him off. I'm like, I'm good. I keep telling you I'm good. And he's like, the more I kept pushing him, the tighter he kept holding on to me. So how important is protection to a woman? Oh, very, very, like, that's probably number one so that will further prove there are gender roles because a woman seeking that yeah. protection in the menu yeah i mean i've never known a female i've never come across a female regardless of your sexual orientation that doesn't want to feel safe so what you saying that 
can you give us a story about a man where you realized this was not it? Like, he oh, ain't about to yeah. protect me. Yeah, we was, okay. You so ain't got to say no name. No, no, no. If he, if he sees it, eh, whatever. <laughs> um, I went on to, my sister, you know, what's going to happen? Long time friend of mine, we had went to Florida, and we were hanging out. We actually um, had gone to Cleo's, the strip club. And so, you know, I was chilling with him and I'm, I'm clapping for the girls because I like to dance. So I was like, oh, she did. <laughs> Go ahead, girl. That was nice. <laughs> Show me that trick. I like that. So it was an instance where a fight was getting ready to break out and he didn't give me any pointers. Now, I already knew what to do because I'm street smart, but I'm mm. expecting you to be like, all right, some shit's going to pop off. This is what we need to do. There needs to be some point of guidance. And he was just like sitting there and I'm like, nigga, don't you think we should probably go? Like mm. <laughs> something. And he's like, oh yeah. Okay, cool. Let's go. And we just kind of walked out, but it was by my lead, not by his. Wow. So protection and guidance. Yeah. But you see, I so with the protection, right? That's what I said. When you look at it, go back to the general role. You look at a dude saying all dudes going to be protectors. We grew up fighting. Right. Yeah. Right. So we know all dudes can't protect you. Yeah. They're going to posture. They're going to act tough. They're going to look the part. They be soft as shit. Mm. Yeah. Right? So if you checking a box based off how this dude look or because he rah rah in a club or whatever, that's cool until them. Until it's time to go. Until it's really but time even to if go. you're not a fighter, right? be smart in saying this is a getaway plan. Like, tell or, me something. And you know what? <laughs> that, that goes back to roles, too, because if you think about it, like, you know, like, uh, if if Dex Dex has a daughter, and if if some man wants his daughter, Dex can see things his daughter would never see in that man. Oh yeah. Your mother would never see these certain things. Like, mm-hmm. there's just certain things you see. Like a girl's just looking at the outside, man, he's cute. But there's things you can see. Like, yo, mm-hmm. he didn't do this that way, so I know when this happens, he ain't gonna do that. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? And that, and that go back to the providing, right? Because a lot of time when you hear providing is in the financial aspect. Yeah. Word. But providing is giving game too. Word. I gotta provide Word. you the game how to navigate these streets or navigate situations. And that comes from experience, exposure, mm-hmm. or you being a product of your environment, word. right? Same thing like Mike Tyson said. Everybody got a game plan they get till they get punched in the mouth. Word, word. Yeah. A lot of niggas ain't been punched in the mouth. Word. Facts. So true, they don't know true. what to do. So how are they going? They going to fight, flight, or freeze when the shit pop off. Word. Right. Me personally speak, we've been through that enough in our life too. Like we can walk in a room, and we feel comfortable. We understand. Hey, what's going to go on? We going to see you chat like ah, he ain't about shit. Word. Right. He ain't about nothing. And a lot of women can't get out that can't identify that in most men because we caught up in the the check the box of the yeah, general like, like they, oh he yeah, looks right. like a provider because he's he strong like he a, got muscle right. the house might right. look like they got right, right. Yeah, yeah, look you know like right until you <laughs> shake his ass up you're like oh this nigga a bitch Where? you know what for mean? sure yeah and now you left him stuck and confused like damn i thought this was the one but Where? you know what and ladies, y'all probably gonna get mad at me. Go but ahead, pimp. You gotta Go ahead, be pimp accountable. Pimp. You gotta be accountable. Ooh. You gotta be accountable. Ooh. Chris, that is look. The, you know the little thirty second bit. That's one of them. <laughs> you gotta That's be. One ca- of them. There's something I don't know what it is, but we have to be accountable. Like because I went through a phase where you know I've been hurt. I've been hurt real bad. All right, hold on, pimp. See, when you say accountability, what do you mean? I mean me being accountable for the decisions that I made, sticking with niggas that I knew I shouldn't have been with. So me being hurt. No, because it's it's real shit. Because I had to sit and say. At first it was I'm a victim Right You did this to me I can't believe you did Because I was good to you mm-hmm. That's facts However 
However, I overlooked some shit and still stayed. Mm. So the moment that you fucked up and I decided to, to make an excuse or reason, now I'm accountable for the bullshit that you put in my lap. So I can't just say, oh, niggas ain't shit because I'm hurting. You hurt me. And then I not be accountable for the pain that I, I, I continue to allow to happen to me. One of the things that I had seen, um, Ian Levancet say, she was like, I was with someone for 13 years and I wanted him to love me, right? She was like, I was in love with him. I wanted him to love me. She said, then I realized I had the decision to decide if I wanted to stay based off of how he was loving me. And she was like, I kept staying. Come on, Pepsi. Rewind, rewind. Say yeah, that that's, that's crazy, right? She, she was with somebody for 13 years loving this man. And then she basically realized he wasn't loving her the way she wanted to be loved. But we, as women, we see the potential and we rest on the potential instead of the reality mm -hmm. of who you are. So then when you're not lining up with what we thought you were going to be, now you become a villain and we become the victim without being accountable for what we allow to happen oh to ourselves, And we can't do that. So, yeah, those men hurt me. They did. I went through a lot of trauma. I did. But in my healing of that trauma, I had to look I love myself in the mirror and say, you hear me? Right. <laughs> I love myself in the mirror. Uh, and I have to say, no, nah, sis, you let that shit happen to you mm. because you knew what you were dealing with. And mm. you decided to stay because the dick was good, because the money was good, because you didn't want to be lonely, because whatever the reason was. And so I had to be accountable for that. And I had to be like, you know what? It is what it is. Hopefully he's better to the next girl. Mm. Hopefully. Hopefully. Dex, give me the Dex perspective. Yeah. Dex. You, you, you stay because he's filling them voids. Even go, like you said with accountability, right? And they go back to um, accountability and guidance, mm. right? And you know how we say communication is verbal and nonverbal, right? Mm -hmm. So think about the young lady. I don't know if y'all seen the story in Atlanta where they caught the, the girl caught the ticket in the park in Atlanta. The dude signed it, but the girl decided to turn up, right, on the cop. Oh, the yeah, tail, yeah, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. That go back to communication, verbal and nonverbal, right? Mm -hmm. She got to follow her dude lead. Mm. She didn't follow his lead. Because you look at the video, what the dude was doing. The dude, whether he was right or wrong, the dude kind of played the cut, signed the ticket, and was calm. She got amped up. So she got amped up and low-key provoked the cop, whether he's right or wrong, to, hold on, why are you trying to chuck me in front of your dude? But your dude's energy is, yo, we're just going to take this L on the front end and get on the back end. Right. Right? So that go back to guidance. Sometimes I don't got to tell you what to do. Thanks. I, if I'm with a woman, she can't follow my lead. If I'm in a cut, non-verbal. Hold on, y'all. We're going to take a quick commercial break. Another one of our guests came, so y'all can check out this commercial about a bureau bullies called CD. Let me know what you think, and we'll get right back into it. <laughs> I love myself. 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 All right, so... My brother Dex was talking about guidance. Yeah, um, so you know, like you say, you say communication is verbal and nonverbal, right? So guidance as well is just not me telling you telling you something to say something. You gotta pick up on my cues as well when we go somewhere. So if the situation is getting hectic and chaotic and I'm not arguing, you gotta follow my lead and follow my role on it. Right? Because like you said earlier, I might see something different in you. If you yelling and turning up, you can't focus on what's going on at hand, right? It's distracting. A lot of us can't multitask. Mm -hmm. But if you're arguing and dealing with a threat or a situation, no matter what it is, for you to be turned up, and me seeing that, it's like, yo, right? Even when I'm trying to give you the guidance, you ain't, you're not responding or receiving it. You're not picking up on my nonverbal cues. So 
from a woman's perspective, how do us as men gain that trust from y'all to get y'all to trust us in those type of situations Dex is talking about? Um, oh, for me, I'm an action girl. So give me an just, example. You just take, you just got to take the lead sometimes. Like I shouldn't like, it just, it just is what it is. Like so, if I see like your posture. So like how you carry yourself as a man is automatically going to say, okay, this is how we roll in. Like if you're a visionary type of person in conversation, I'm gonna pick that up. So Dex is real laid back. Right. So I can already tell if something were to pop off. In conversation, he pays attention, or he's watching. right? He's very observant, but he's laid back. So he's the type of person, and correct me if I'm wrong, you're going to watch before you make a move. Yeah. So in knowing that, then it's a point of, okay, if something pop off, I'm going to look at him and see what he's doing. The moment I see him be like this, I'm going to be just like right. this. You got to pay attention to, to your surroundings, but your actions as a man, to me, is what's going to be like, okay, I need to I need to pay attention and follow his lead. What do you think, Christy? Okay. Come a little closer to the mic. Okay. As far as communication, I feel you on that. With me, I communicate to my spouse, and if he don't do what I'm asking or don't grasp, yeah, we kind of have a problem. Or. Because we're supposed to be a team. Or. Right. Or. So, Dex, when did you realize, because I, I asked Pimp C this question, when did you realize... <laughs> 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 they go everybody gonna call her Pimp C now. Pimp C. When did you realize that uh your wife was, was that woman? Like what situation when you was all right, this is it? Um Yo, like so we've been mobbing since high school, right? So Oh <laughs> 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 uh, man. Put him on the spot. <laughs> yeah. Yo, so I was I was a wild dude in high school, right? So um without too much details. <laughs> <laughs> It was a situation that happened in music class, right? Meet another young lady. And class um, let out. My wife walked down the hall. I told girlfriend. It wasn't even my girlfriend then. She walked down the hall. She was like, I heard about such and such. You and such and such in, uh, in music. And she slapped the <laughs> shit out. <laughs> and I was like, she loves me. <laughs> so, but, God. but like low key, that's like when it started, right? Because prior to that, we were just, like I said, I used to walk into class and stuff. I was like on some real, like, I'm going to carry your books, right? So you might come in your class. I'm like, yo, Mr. Umar, she was with me. She good. You ain't got to mark her late. What page y'all are? Like, that's how it was. Right? I was so suave. <laughs> yeah. I, but then, like, you know, it made other girls attract to me as well. But mm. I'm like, I'm good. Like, I'm chilling. Like, you know what I mean? I like Shoy right here. We're we going to do our thing. And um, like I said, that situation in music class happened. And then uh, the summer, we just kicked it heavy. So even to this day, technically, we never really confirmed we were boyfriend and girlfriend. Mm. Right? It just the summer, summer love, just hanging But they say they it. just go together real bad. Right. You know what I'm <laughs> and, it, and it just happened. You know what I mean? And all that happening, happening to turn into a kid. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> to, to turn into marriage. And 15 years later, we still here. Mm. That's beautiful. Though. But um, and even though, like I said, I was a knucklehead. So a lot of things that, you see women complain about, you know, providing, protecting. All. Like, I was doing that stuff when I was young. Mm. Right? Like, she seen me get in trouble for fighting. Right? She seen me lose jobs. She seen me get kicked out of places, schools, all that. So, I think for her, it was never a question is he going to go somewhere and he going to run or not take care of me. Right? Um, even in high school, right, I used to cut school to go to work. Mm. Y'all don't see me in school for like two weeks. Like, where you been at, man? Grinding. 
right? Working two, three jobs, come back, you know what I mean? And picked up like I ain't skip a beat. Wow, wow. I mean, still get the work done. So Dick's I think, always been a smart dude. So I think she always understood that from when um, we first got together. So a lot of things I said, yeah, I said with the gender roles, maybe I'm being biased. A lot of them things I just did innately. Were It was just in you. It was in me. And then I, I also raised my sisters growing up. I took mm. care of them. I'm, I'm the oldest. So you've so, always looked over women. Exactly. So it just come natural to you. So it came natural, right? Fa- you was a father figure, like. Exactly. So I was working at Delta Airlines, <clears throat> and there was an older guy there, Mr. Willie. He, he retired a long time ago, but he was there. Um, and he was giving me some advice. He was talking to a Jamaican guy, and he was saying, he said, um, the biggest mistake with you young guys, you know, normally you take stuff like that personal when you're young. I, I'm, a, I'm really never, I'm a sensitive person, but I don't take a lot personal. He said, the problem with you young guys, you don't give these women any consistency. He said, all women look for is consistency. Mm-hmm. He said, and then you give them what you want. So he said, the first day I married my wife, you know what I did? He said, I expect breakfast in the bed every morning. <laughs> he said, so the first night on our honeymoon, I went downstairs, cooked a huge breakfast, and she ate once she was done eating. I said, now you like that? She said, yeah. He said, and I expect that every morning. <laughs> but you know what? And for the rest of his life, he got that. No, so women I want to ask incubators. y'all questions. Yeah, that, so that, that's true, right? Yeah. You said, women are what? Incubators. I love that okay. word. So let me ask y'all this: yeah. How important is a man being consistent to women? It's very important because y'all gonna want a woman to be consistent to y'all. Mm. Mm-hmm. So whatever a man does in the beginning, he has to keep up with it. Right. right. Because if you don't, then that's when women or men start looking other places. Mm. So you know how they say us as women, we get real sharp, hair done, makeup, right. all that. We out. They can't single. do it like Christy though. Um, <laughs> <laughs> when we single, whatever, we out looking, or trying to find somebody, whatever. Yeah. Then we get them. That might last for a while, but then after that, you know, we come to um, bed with. You got grandma, your bonnet on. Grandma, <laughs> grandma panties on, and all that type of stuff. No more lingerie, no more. Listen, you know, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I'm just I saying. I can't speak for everybody else. I can't either, but I'm just saying. <laughs> Get a Pepsi. Uh-huh. I'm just so, saying. No, but I understand. But a man need to do that too. So yeah. we're talking about. I agree. Let's look at this under the guise of gender roles, right? One of a man's roles is to be consistent. Is that what we're saying? But we saying provide and protect. He has to be consistent. That's so I'm saying. One day he can't be protecting, and the next day he's hiding behind a trash can. Yeah, I, but I think it's a, it's a demand for both. Okay, so Women how do we, be because I feel like in some ways, especially nowadays, because there's been an absence of men, mm-hmm. everything starts with the men because there's so few of us left. Right? You see what I'm saying? Right. So yeah. what is it? It's one in the three right now. Yeah, I think. And so. that's not including men that are incarcerated. No, that's including right. men that are incarcerated. It's one, one to three. One to three nationwide? Yeah, they're saying one to three. Well, you know what? I read something not too long ago. It might be like one to a hundred in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. I, 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 <laughs> I read something not too long ago about that somewhat. A lot of our men is laying on the street to homeless men. Mm. It's women now that's willing to go get a homeless man and clean him up. Yeah. Because they can't find. Believe, especially in the wintertime. A <laughs> decent going man. When it's cold. And, and, you know, I mean, it might sound crazy, but maybe the homeless that. man might bow down because he don't want to go back out there on the streets yeah. and so, be living on the streets. Well, not so much bow down because sometimes like, you... you you fall on hard times because of different circumstances. Mm-hmm. So that man could have been a solid individual, but just had an event in his life. Right. It's like I served in the military, right? Mm-hmm. Served with a lot of solid dudes. And when I got out, some of them, because things that happened with their wives and their kids, they were homeless, sleeping on park benches. Mm-hmm. Right? Some committed suicide. But 
them the kind of dudes like I serve with y'all. Mm. I know y'all saw. So I know y'all got integrity. Y'all just it's had a circumstance. A, I just had a circumstance Word. that put y'all in that position. That's heavy, bro. That's but heavy. society gonna make you seem like that dude ain't shit or that woman ain't shit. Yeah. Right. It's it's women that are solid women that deal with domestic violence or different things that put them in a situation. In, in the homeless shelter. They the most solid women yeah. ever. Or the women, because here in Atlanta, they got women battered shelter. Or mm-hmm. even there. And it's not her fault or his fault. It's, you know, somebody controlled that circumstance in their life. And now they got to pivot, but the answers may not be there. Mm. Or they may not know how, because they, they, never, they never experienced it. Word. You feel me? So, um, I was going to say, you can't count nobody out. You know, Now, if you just a straight shitbag, then you're a shitbag. <laughs> Have y'all ever heard that a lot of people is one paycheck away from being homeless? That's true. That's, that's true right facts. now. Big facts. Living check right to check. But let, let's circle back, Sister Christy. So you said they want a man to bow down. Do you want a man to bow down? No, we equal. Okay. All right. We walk side by side. Only because you use the word. I had to ask just for our viewers. No, we kings and queens. We are the natural people. We the original people. So, right. so do you think that most women nowadays are looking for a man to bow down? I'd say yes. Depends. It depends on the age bracket. I say this. I say like uh, oh, Hen- yeah. Henry Ford has a quote. He says that if he had asked his customers what they wanted, they would have said they wanted a faster horse. Mm-hmm. Meaning people don't know what they want. Yeah. So mm-hmm. what you'll find with most women is they think they want a man to bow down, but then when it happens and they realize everything that comes with this man bowing down, they're like, what the hell did I just create? I mean, you could be deemed as soft. Right. So like, do women like Wilson. soft men? Because no. I, I can tell you straight off. The reason why I like Dex, you can look at Dex and tell he's not soft. Yeah. You can tell, yo, something happened, this dude got me. You know what I mean? I don't, you know what? I don't know only because I see men coming at men who are like uh, Russell Wilson. So I say this. They say oh, he's yeah. a simp. All right, there's not, there's not one. Okay, we'll get, that's a good topic. We're about to go <laughs> But I say, if I'm hanging out with Dex or Chris, I don't know a dude who will look at them and say, let me try them. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Can y'all see that too? Yeah, I know. But ain't nobody running up on my man. Yeah, but most women yeah. see it before men do. Yeah, women will see it. So okay, so we since we, we, we this is still under gender roles, right? Now we going to Russell Wilson. <laughs> Why do most women pick future? I want my daughter to marry Russell Wilson, not future. No future, no, because he okay. So I'll put it to you like this, and this is something that I do with my crystals council. You gotta look. Hold on, at, plug it real quick. Oh, y'all can follow. This is my Facebook. Follow me, Crystal Fielder. I do hashtag Crystals Council, C R Y S T A L S, and then of course Council, um, where I kind of give advice. I've been in magazines and stuff like that, but that's neither here nor there. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, in my Crystals Council, I say when you're when you're looking for someone to settle down with, if he has a bunch of kids and you don't have any, then you need to ask him if he's ever been married to any of his baby mamas. Hold on, Pepsi. Pepsi. Hold on, say that one more time. Say that one more time. If you're looking to settle down, uh-huh. and let's say she has no kids, right, and she's dating a man with children, and he has a gang of baby mamas, you need to ask if he's been married to any of them. Mm. Because why are you creating broken homes? Mm. What is that? What is it about you being able to... <laughs> what if he had babies with to make sure they were serious about life? <laughs> There's a level of irresponsibility there. Like, I know we looking at Nick Cannon and all the plethora, you know, his oh, wow. kids. <laughs> but at the he, end he of the day, yeah, and it. I know some people are like, well, Nick got the money for it. Facts. He does have the money. But one thing I know for a fact is that a child wants their father's attention and right. time is more valuable than the, than the dollar amount. So that, that'd be another gender role. Yeah, it can be. 
I mean, but I think I think the younger generation is at a point where they really, like you said, they really don't know what they want. And, and so that's why it's like important for people to be very like um, intentional, but to be secure in themselves before they go pursue a male or a female. Right. Yes. Because yeah. if but you nobody's people, teaching. Either. Nobody's teaching. So if you pursue somebody, you have no idea who you are. It's like a ticking time bomb. Oh yeah. You know what I mean? So it's more important for you to say, okay. I'm this way and I can deal with it. I think a big mistake people make, and this goes back to some Dex that he said a woman will just look at a man and assume all this shit. It's like, yeah. you have to be secure in yourself and tell yourself, I can deal with this, I can't deal with that. But you, you also need to have people who are wise mm. around you to help teach you things. Like my daughter, she's 18. She's an adult now. So <laughs> a, yes, I have an 18 year old. But you know what I'm saying? I, I've had to have conversations with her. I'd let her see my failed relationships. Mm. Whereas some moms are like, no, I don't want you. No, I want you to see it because I don't want you to, to target that. You have you have a daughter and do you have a son? I have a daughter and a son. Oh, it's your son? Uh, 18 months. Okay. I can't ask you that. I mean, that's Dex. Yeah. Dex. Big old gap. So Dex, you said, <laughs> you said guidance and giving game. What type of game do you give your daughter about men? Man, it's... it's Honestly, it's, it's about life. It's just dealing with people, mm. right? I think once you understand the game of people and, and like human nature in general, then you, you can get that discernment yourself from dudes, right? Because we're so far removed from this younger generation, so the lives change. Or the game we used to kick when we was younger, how we used to approach women is different than what they they you, now. We was calling the house phone, yeah. and then when our parents pick up, you sit there quiet till they get off. Yeah. You just sit there. Now <laughs> you sliding in DMs on Instagram. Yeah, or a $40 cash app. Right. Like, These kids are sending nudes and everything. Nudes, right? doing yeah. <laughs> so the game was different. We, you know, we we cherished the dates of walking through the mall or mm. taking yeah. in the park. We, we was broke, right? right. We had no money. We enjoyed that. Now it's like if you ain't got a diamond chain by the time you're 14, hey, 15. everybody is scamming now. Pull up, we gonna smoke pop molly and all type of crazy shit together. So what man. do you? What's the difference you see, Dex? The men. From your generation and the men and the men from this generation, what's the, like a, a difference? Because you got a son too. I do. Um, <clears throat> kind of piggyback right quick when you said know yourself, right? A lot of us, what I realized, man, we can't even identify the strengths and weaknesses in ourselves, so we can't ad- identify the strengths and weaknesses in other people, mm. right? So that's why we're so quick to to move on and dismiss things, right? This generation here, brother, nobody want to try. Ain't no ain't no hard workers in a sense. Mm. So it's like I can get it the easy way, or I get it the fast way. Right, well, we knew growing up, man, the fast way to get you killed. Only mm-hmm. certain people were in that space. Mm. But them dudes were seasoned, right? The men and women were seasoned. These kids now were jumping in, trying to get things the fast way with no game, no guidance, no OGs, nobody teaching them, telling things, or nobody even referred to, like, yo, bro, hey, you, you did this wrong, let me correct you. Mm-hmm. Play this different, right? Um, I watch kids now, man, that's an opportunity to play like sports and stuff, and they're like, man, well, I don't want to go do that, right? But Bro, look at the education aspect of it. Mm. But you more want to be on the flashy side, the, the glitz and the glamour, the entertainment of things. Like I said before, I think we're addicted to entertainment. Mm. Mm. No, that's heavy, bro. Right? And you just brought that right background right. full circle. Yeah, so if it don't look entertaining or flashy, it's like, it's corny, it's whack. So what effect is that having on the roles we play in our marriages that we want to be entertained all the time? Because I don't think that's normal. Like, I don't think it's your spouse's job to make you happy. I don't think it's your spouse's job to keep you entertained. So what... The fact that we want to be entertained and overstimulated so much, what effect is that having on the roles we play? You got to be happy with yourself first. Mm. And then your spouse, when they bring happiness, that's a bonus. That's extra. If you're not happy with them, can't nobody else make you mm. happy. Correct. Mm-hmm. Correct. 
So that goes back to I love myself. <laughs> I love myself podcast. That's what that goes back to. And with our spouses, man, you know, on relationship, it got to be understanding. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I remember, um, I think with Jim Jones, he had a, he was on somebody else's podcast, and he was like, look, he told his wife, we fucked up right now. So ain't going to be no bags, no nothing, no trips, no glitz and glamour right now. But when I'm back on popping, it's champagne and bags every day. <laughs> right? So it got to be understanding. We're going to go through them ebbs and flows. We just Peaks ain't and valleys, where, right? Yeah. Like, we just hitting that valley right now. Mm. But this is how we're going to get back to the beginning. Word. And with that understanding, it's got to be like, all right, babe, I'm rocking with you. Mm. What do you need? Go back to the support. Yeah. Right? So like I said, I don't think it's gender roles. It's things that my strengths that I have, and you got to support the weak. My, let me be in my strengths. So did you identify those early on in your relationship, or is it something you didn't learn until later? Till later? Uh, identify what? The strengths she had and the strengths you had. Oh, I, I identified them early. Right, because <coughs> I I seen it before, cause you know, you got similarities, right? Things that you like, whether it's general or not, things you like in a person. You know what I mean? Just it could be anything. I, I like the way you handle pressure situation or the way you um order out food, whatever it is that kind of peak with you. I can't think of nothing directly off that. But even with our kids now, like they gonna go they gonna go to her for the math. Mm. Right, math is her <laughs> stuff. Right, they'll walk right past me. Hey, what's up? <laughs> Hey, mom, what's the deal? <laughs> I'm like, yo, I know math too, you know. <laughs> but when it comes to writing assignments, they're going to look at my wife like, yo, dad, I got <laughs> Right? So we so we understand yeah. that. Right? So in the beginning, you can't, you get kind of offended. Like, hey, I, I exist. But then you realize that the kids indirectly identify your strengths and weaknesses. Mm. Right? And we don't get mad about it. Or she's like, hey, call your dad or ask dad to help you. Because she know, like, that's my strong suit, mm. right? Um, and then there's different things that you could build upon. Like, hey, you know what, babe? Hey, you good at math, I'm good at writing. How do we segue that into something that... Let's start a school. That, that combines Word. both, right? Or so you just touched on something heavy, Dex, real heavy. So what was something that y'all could say uh, that from your spouse, a, a strength that you, that you gained from your spouse? So I would say I'm not a structural person. My wife's a... She's from she's retired from the military. She's extra structure. I'm a creative person, but I have no structure. So if you come to my house, it's shit all over the place, but it's a method to the madness. Bro, we in the same boat. Right? It's just a it's a creative thing, you know what I mean? And and if you move my shit, I'm oh, not gonna flow. I'm not gonna flow. For instance, everybody gets me for not answering the phone. If I'm flowing, I'm not touching the phone. I was you know what I mean? To say that, bro. My I, wife is like this, bro. Yeah. It's like structure. Yeah. So what would be some things? Because this falls under those roles too. What would be some things that um your spouse adds to you. What would be that thing or those things that you see from your spouse where it's like, yo, I can, this is a strength. Like, this is their strength and it's a strength that I've needed. Mm-hmm. I agree with that. Everything you just said, bro, I'm the same way. Like, It'd be messy, like, bro. I'm, I'm Look or- at my truck right now. Like, <laughs> I'm, or- I'm organized messy, right? Like, even dealing with documents. I know where this pile of documents is. This must have been upstairs because this is why I was working at the right. time. That's why my wife get mad about it. Like, I'll work, I got an office, but I'll work in every, I want to work oh, on everywhere. comfort, Word. right? right. Word. Uh, it'd be a dining room table. Mm-hmm. It could be in the garage. I'd be in the day, truck. Right? I'd be in the, it'd be in the car. I'd be in the backyard. If I left that pile of paperwork there, I know what I it know was where there it's for at. and what I was working Word. on in the moment. But once you move that <laughs> that garage stack to the to the trash can, I know. I'm like, yo, you just threw my whole floor. Like, and then my wife just looked at me like, Mm. I know what that looked like. You should have moved your shit. Right. <laughs> right. But um, 
But like I said, like even the math, even the like the attention to like we both pay attention to detail, but um she <laughs> she maybe embraced couponing, right? <laughs> that ass. I I yo, I've never used to use coupons. I was like, I ain't using that shit. Like I don't know why. I just had a thing against it. No real reason. I'm not using no coupons. And bro, we went grocery shopping one day and it was like boop, 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 boop. And I'm I'm looking at these numbers right like I got four hundred on this thing. <laughs> And by the time them coupons went through and it went to like 120, I was like, "Ho, where you learn this? Like, I've been telling you about this. Wow. Now that whole envelope a folder full of coupons. Makes sense. Makes sense. Wow. So then then I see um I see how she flow when when she's selling her uh she got an online store where she sell kids' clothes, right? Her whole structure is learning. We both got that same thing where we pick up something, we're gonna learn our own. Mm-hmm. Like, we don't really ask for help. Which mm. is maybe an Achilles heel in a sense sometimes right. too. We'll learn, we pick up. So I'm like, okay, cool. You like to learn things on your own too. That's one of our strengths. But the weakness behind is that I identify we both got the weakness. Like, we ain't going to ask for no help. Mm. Right? And sometimes it, it ties to stubbornness, ego, or whatever it may be. And we had to break we had to break that mold with each other. Like, hey, babe, like, just let, when you need help doing something, ask me. Like, it's not a problem. Right. You know, right. Don't feel any type of way. So go back to communication as well. Yeah. Because we low key carry. Pimp she doing a lot of heavy points, yeah. right? Yeah. <laughs> we low key was our communication suffered one another night because we both was on that. I ain't asking nobody for help. Yeah. But I had to let that go with you, like, no, I can ask you for help, and not realizing, like, oh shit, I can ask her for help. Mm. You can ask me, and it's not an issue. But we never did it for certain things because it just seemed like we were so stuck in our ways. Mm. Um, so I think that would be it for me. What you got, Pimp C? Um, my husband is so. He blows my mind. He's amazing at taking tests. What? Like he doesn't study. Wow. He just takes them. And I'm like, what? How you? Pass? No, my wife is like that. Yeah, my I'm like, like, what? <laughs> How you pass this the first time? Like, what? I can is take it? a test without studying. Didn't say I passed that motherfucker. No, he'll pass it. He'll take the test and pass it. And I'm like, okay. Now me, I'm okay with taking tests. I mean, you know, whatever. I'm like an overachiever when it comes to stuff like that. But he's he's more relaxed. So I am more on the structured side and organized side, uh, but I was an admin, you know, for a while. So that kind of works in my favor. I like. So are you more structured? Who's more structured? You and I am. Okay, I can see He's that. more free, but in that, like, he's more tech savvy than mm. I am. Um, engineering because he's a musician, so he's he's able to just kind of grasp things very quickly, and then it he presents it as if it's something he's been doing for like 20 years, mm. but he may have just learned it on the it's way. Effortless. Yeah, so his his level of, like retaining, like his retention is just phenomenal to me. And obviously, they're like, you didn't even really on the back end. I'm not gonna, you know, blow up. I mean, I know I just blew up your spot right now, though, babe. But mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, at the end of the day, I'm like, yo, nigga, nah, I didn't sit over. I've been studying. I felt this bitch right. twice. And you just, <laughs> just passed on the first time. What the hell? But I admire that about him because I'm like, wow, that's a that everybody can't do that. Mm-hmm. Like some people freeze up. They're really bad at you know just learning stuff and being able to comprehend. So. He's dope in that. And then and I'm going to say something that's that's going to be off the wall. He has he taught me how to how to operate out of dysfunction. Mm. Out of dysfunctional Hold thinking. Hold on, Pimp break that down. Out of dysfunctional thinking. So for me, before I I became accountable, it <sighs> was a point of I hope the women are me listening. Me being victim. I was always a victim and in, in thinking <laughs> in thinking that and being a victim, I always looked at things as a negative when it came to men. Mm. So it was like, I already know your ass is going to cheat. What you want? 
and that so was my demeanor. So before it even happens, before you're it saying even it's happened, coming. I was already putting negative bullshit wow. out of there. Wow. Yeah, you're and so, but wow. that was fear talking. But instead of me owning up and being like, "You are afraid," and you need to voice that, I'm like, "Nah, nigga, fuck you. This, 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 because you finna do this." And he had to say, "Hey, it's okay. Like, put. I'm a fighter." as you know, right? <laughs> but it's okay to put the hands down. Mm, so he on. made me feel comfortable with that. Say it one more time. It's okay to do what? You got to put your hands down. Especially in a marriage, that's that's your partner. You don't have don't have your duke don't don't be like that. So would you say if you have to be like that, you're in the wrong place? Yeah. Or you are the wrong right. place. You're right. you're in the wrong place with the wrong person. You should not have to feel like you have to fight. Mm. And so it's important that like when we're out in these streets, fight all day. But when you come home, that's your sanctuary. That needs to be a place okay, of peace. Man, you just hit some heavy pimpsy. Yeah. <laughs> that go back to be his peace, be her peace. Absolutely. Bingo, right? Bingo. So they have a, a a very dumb Western saying that we picked up, and I think it's hurt a lot of marriages. They say happy wife, happy life, and just completely discard the man. As no, if, I disagree with as that. As if the woman's just married to herself. Yeah. No, I disagree with that. What do you think that? about that? I disagree with that. Happy and the spouse, reason I disagree with house. that is because you you move as a unit. And if I'm sitting over here happy and I'm cutting my husband and he's bleeding out and I don't give a shit about that, then that makes me dishonorable, mm, especially as a believer. I'm a believer. I'm not Muslim, but I, I, I'm a Christian. Mm, so I believe. Mm. So to me, how am I saying I honor my husband and the vow that I gave to 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 God and my husband's over here bleeding out and I don't care. Mm. He should be because that that removes the trust. That removes his ability to be vulnerable with me. How's he gonna be like, yeah, babe, I trust you. I want to talk to you. I want to be. I want to show myself to you and be completely naked to you. But I'm steady going like this. Mm. I'm mm. the person that's holding the knife, but I'm still expecting him to produce for me. Wow, that's unfair. That's really unfair. That's, that's when the relationship. That's when they go talking. Come to a other little people. bit closer to the mic. Right that's there. when they go talking to other people. Mm. Mm. The the when they, yeah. when they can't talk to you or feel they can't talk to you. Then they go meet that co-worker, what they call a um, work wife, work wife or work <laughs> husband. Yeah. yeah, they always there. <laughs> that's you when, know, uh, that's when relationship become a job now. Cause that's how your job treats you. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right? that's how your employee treats you. Mm. You come, you can't say nothing. Only time you can really speak up is the open door policy. You gotta go. See, <laughs> you, know I mean? you gotta go see HR, and then you scared to even say anything because you might get fired. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, or, or replaced. Yeah, and that's mm-hmm. tough. You shouldn't walk on. You shouldn't have to walk on eggshells Egg in your shells. marriage. Exactly. Like that's a problem. So he he actually taught me to remove the dysfunctional thinking that came with trauma in the past relationships. Mm. So not only did I gain accountability of self that I that I gained from myself, but he was like, hey, there are healthy relationships. Like struggle love doesn't have to be a thing because mm. we glorified that. Well, you got to be hurt in order to be loved correctly. Uh, no, you don't. Okay, right. so you just hit another point, Pimpsy. There's this book. It's called How Love Conquered Marriage. I would advise everybody to read this book. And he says that in the first 18 months of any relationship or marriage, people are witnessing what's called limerence. Mm. It's a feeling like you feel like you're head over heels about this person, mm-hmm. then it disappears after 18 months. Mm-hmm. And they say that the idea of love in a marriage came from when these men in Africa, European men, found a bunch of diamonds and they wanted to sell them. So what they started doing was like, if you love this woman, get her a diamond. They sold people on love and not the actual marriage. Yeah. So does love pay a factor in this thing? Is love the thing? 
or is marriage more of a business? Is it more transactional? Is it business? What is it? Marriage is it's a partnership. So it could be also considered as somewhat business because we partners. Mm. We partners in it. Mm. I love you. I hope you love me. But we need to get this money. You need to make me feel safe. Just like I, need, I need to make you feel safe. Mm. So I, I want to say it's like a partnership as well, you know, and a business. Mm. Just besides being a relationship. Mm. That makes sense? It does. Mm. I feel like it should be, um, <clears throat> even if you weren't in love or you fall in love anymore, right? It should be the integrity aspect. It should be built on integrity. Because mm. integrity is going to keep you doing the right thing. In the right moment all the time even right? when you don't feel even when you don't feel like doing it that's heavy right mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. and that just <laughs> <laughs> that's a bar right? and it just goes into everything we were saying earlier you had the communication hey, bro, look. <coughs> we ain't, i ain't feeling real lovey right now like what's up mm. you know what i mean so with integrity behind that is i'm gonna say that to you instead of going to find this work husband or work wife and and crying on their show. Mm-hmm. Everything you tell that that work wife, work husband, or she go home to tell her real husband, right? You can literally articulate that to your to your right. spouse or whoever you're in a relationship with. So, and but that's the integrity aspect of it. Mm. Like, why can I tell one person one thing that I got these butterflies or these feelings for, but I can't tell this other person or my my wife or whoever because I lost them, mm. right? So, um, it goes and to go back to what I said earlier, right? All this stuff to me with the gender roles, it was it was created, marketed, packaged, sold to us, and we bought it, mm-hmm. right? So that's why we checking all these boxes. And we're like, yeah, man, it's human what nature. works for us? Right, what works, works for us? Works it's, for it's, us. it's always going to change. Every relationship is going to be different, and at different times, you, it's going to be different. Right. When everybody up and they and they ball and think about it, right? right. Tax season about to hit. Oh, everybody yeah. in love. Sure. Everybody the provider. <laughs> everybody <laughs> in love now. Right. Everybody good. Like everybody smiling. Every, Lace fronts popping, everybody, you know. The man. homeless man in the house. <laughs> claim him on the tax return, too. <laughs> a little stimmy for him. And then when that phase out, that butterfly feeling gone out, and I was like, you ugly. Hey, you homeless. You can't get out. You let you you still here? Leave your key on the way. You me? So, um... Like, I feel like it's built on integrity, man. Integrity is going to carry you a long way in anything, in any relationship, any... Business, everything. Business, everything. That's true. Like, that's just life. Parenting. Uh, yeah, parenting, if you run a business, like, integrity is going to carry you. And you see, and if you if you could trace a lot of successful, like, Fortune 500 companies, organizations, if they built on integrity, man, typically that brand on that business always excels. Right. You feel me? They get, right. the, they get the best <coughs> people and the right talent in People that work for them always going to show up and do the right thing for them. It low-key instills integrity in the personnel that work for them. Mm. In a sense, not work for us, but our kids now. Mm-hmm. They see integrity, so they naturally get in them roles growing up. I don't really have to teach y'all that much because y'all seeing it firsthand. Right. You know, so, um, yeah, I think integrity is a big thing. I want to piggyback on something you said. Pimp C said a lot, right, Crystal? <laughs> <laughs> a lot of people... They jump from one relationship to another. They don't give they chance they self chance to heal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So like you said, you gonna do this to me or you's an asshole or whatever. Yeah. You wouldn't be saying that or people in general wouldn't say that if they just give themselves their six months to a year to be alone. A lot of people are scared to be alone. Mm-hmm. I used to be one of those people. Mm. 
scared to be alone, don't want to die old by myself, you know, Mm. all that stuff. But I had to learn, am I going to keep on meeting jerks? Mm -hmm. Am I going to keep on attracting these jerks? Let me sit back and wait. Mm-hmm. But I also I think it do. has to do with loving yourself, though. Mm. Right. Like, because when you love yourself, you create a standard. Mm-hmm. There's a standard there. <laughs> Missy. Yeah. But yeah. You, you don't know how to love Hold yourself. Hold on, Pepsi. Yeah. Run that back because we're going to need Chris to do that sound bite. Just, just <laughs> you got to know how to love yourself. When you mm-hmm. love yourself, you create a standard for yourself. Mm-hmm. Mm. So, you know, I, I'm, I'm in a position where I say, okay, I love myself. And because I know this. Mm-hmm. If you're not, and I said this earlier, if you're not loving me the way that I desire to be loved, now I have a decision to leave. I'm not going to deal with foolishness because of how much I care and I, I love myself. But a lot of people, and I know some women, they were like, I love myself, but you're dealing with somebody who openly disrespects you. Mm. Do you really love yourself? Because he just embarrassed you in front of everyone and you're trying to laugh it off like it's something cute. Mm. So then you have to look in the mirror and be like, well, hold on, that's not... That's not something that that is great for me. I actually do deserve better. Right. So you loving yourself, then the mindset changes for I deserve better. I don't deserve to be treated like this. Mm. I'm worth more than that. One thing that I um I, I did a, a, a live with my husband and the whole thing we were talking about suicide and I've never experienced it, but my husband has. And. You know, we were talking about rape and molestation and stuff like Which that. Which is real in our community. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And for me, I experienced being raped. I wasn't molested, but I was. um sexually assaulted by an OBGYN, mm. which is crazy. But in that moment, I was like, oh, you like, you violating me, bro. Like, what is this? And that could have messed with my self-esteem because I went, I took a shower and I'm like, even in the shower, I still feel dirty. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I'm sitting here and I'm bathing my skin and I'm crying. And he's like, oh, it's cool. You know, it's whatever. Like I saw him a year later and he had the nerve to come up to me. He was like, oh, how you doing? You still pretty? Like, Oh, wow. I want to kill you, sir. This is not Disgusting. cute. Like, yeah, I'm like, mm. no. But but in that, I'm like, okay, I still matter. And that was the hashtag. I was like, everybody put in there, I matter. I matter in this moment. Because when you lose sight of that, you lose sight of how much you love yourself. Mm. Then you don't think you matter anymore. So now you're dealing with bad relationships and your marriage is going to shit because you're like, you it, so you're internalizing you it. Yeah, yeah, you're internalizing it. And it's like, no, it's important. And that's when I said, you need people who are counsel, wise counsel. Like the Bible says, seek not the counsel of the ungodly. Mm. That falls in line of pe- seeking people who are in alignment with what you're wanting in your marriage. There's no blueprint to a successful marriage. You mm. have to tailor it to what works works best for you and a lot of times we get into these marriages with these these preconceived notions of this white picket fence and this white dog and we don't allow our spouse to grow Mm. and then we get offended because well i've i've gotten to this level of maturity why aren't you there Mm. what happened you know what i'm saying and that can play on their mind well they don't think i'm worth it and so then it can be a snowball effect. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I know I'm probably all over the place. Even you said like letting, letting your spouse grow, man, that, that takes a level of patience as well. Yeah. Right? You got to be patient with one another. And like what you were saying, like when you start living or moving in fear, go back to identifying, recognizing yourself, loving yourself, you got to realize like, yo, I'm, I'm living in fear. Mm-hmm. A lot of times we live in fear, we start rationalizing to ourselves. Right? We start telling lies to ourselves like, yo, I don't deserve this. I don't deserve it. It was my fault. It was this. It was that. I'm the bad person. I'm the villain. Mm-hmm. And we manifest everything else, but we don't never look at it and say, yeah, we manifest negativity to, our, to yeah. ourselves. Mm-hmm. We never give that shit any credit. 
Yeah. You know what I mean? So that's why I think like I love myself is dope. If you don't say nothing else in yeah. this world, right. I love myself right. and I am. Right. Yeah. Right? Cause mm-hmm. we'll we'll subconsciously program everything else and then we'll start seeing that. Mm. I, I ain't worthy. I ain't this. I ain't that. Living in fear. Mm-hmm. Now we navigating everything and every man or woman that approach you kind of like you coming up with them stigmas. Mm-hmm. I seen you before, I seen this before. I don't deserve this. You look like the dude that touched me. You look like the woman that did this. Going in, man, that probably be the best person on the planet. Mm. Or because we always say, right, don't nothing happen for, without a reason. All our alignments is is, mm-hmm. is preordained by the universe, right? So how you know this person was sent to, sent to us. On, on another yeah. path? Or, but because we're living in that fear so much and all these stigmas and the hatred of ourselves, mm-hmm. we can't even receive that. Mm. Yeah. So, and they might not even be a relationship where you have to be intimate. It could be just words of wisdom. Yeah. Somebody that teaches you something different. Or a quote or something will put you in a position to meet someone that could change your life. Mm. Right? You got to be open to, you got to be open to change. Exactly. A you have to be. That's why they say like complacency kills, right? Everybody's yeah. Like, we get complacent. Mm. Yeah. We get complacent. And we, that's how we move. Every, our life becomes mundane. So how important is that role, reinventing yourself in your marriage? That's very important because you're always evolving. Like my husband will tell you, he was like, I wake up to the same person, but she's not the same person. Mm. He'll always say that. He So he's like, it's a joy for him to learn who I've, who I've become and who I'm becoming mm. because I'm a different person every day. And he's like, yeah, the makeup is still the same of who she is, but how I'm operating is different. I may have learned like during the process of meeting you guys and study, I've changed from who I was last year to who I am now. Mm. So m- the way that I operate, the way that I think is even broader than what it was last mm. year. So that's the evolution of me. He's had to allow that growth with me and vice versa. So you got to you got to give your spouse time to grow. You have to be because we co- I, and I think we have like this thing where you have to have like the full complete package. That's not realistic at all. Who in the hell has the full complete right. package? Yeah, Nobody. but but yeah. the thing is, that's sometimes why side chicks exist. Word, that's true. Because they're looking at the the what they deem is the complete man. Mm. You're complete. I don't. I didn't have to do anything. Your wife did it all right. for me. Mm. So I can come to you now and try and get the benefit and off of take. what she deposited Word. into you and just take from it. And it's like, no, nah, no swiping. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> no, it's more than that. It's more than that because you, you're you're still getting just a piece of his attention and penis, mm. but that's it. That's it. <laughs> that's it. That's it. I, I know somebody that told me, and this was her um, daughter's father, they had been together like four or five years. She she feels, they're not together now, but she feels that she got him together, built him up for the next woman because mm. he just wouldn't do her right. Mm. Sometimes it just ain't for you. Yeah. But that's what she feels, that she got him together for the next woman. But I think life, God and the universe, I think it's selfless like that. It's just, like we all getting used. Like, you could be in a situation now, because nothing's forever. Yeah. But you could be in a situation now, you think it's forever, and you're really just building them up for whoever's coming next. Just and that's okay, it. though. It, it's okay. It's like, because if you hold on to it, and you try to make it seem like, you try to make it seem like you're running the show, that's when chaotic things start happening. Like, yeah. now I'm going to hold on to this for dear. It's like if you're being pushed out of that door, and you put your arms out. I ain't going. And you get out there and realize everything you needed was on the outside of that door. How much energy did you just waste trying to stay in there? I think it's okay with proper communication. Yeah. I agree. I agree. Let me know. Like, don't don't say, and we, we build each other up, and then tomorrow you're like, this shit done. <laughs> I, I was loose. Like, where did it come I from? like how you cooked that dinner yesterday. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, where did this come from? Yeah. I'm, I'm living this illusion thinking we reinventing ourselves. We're doing all these dope things. And in your mind, you ain't even on board. Right. right. Yeah. 
But then it's like, how long you been feeling this way? That's that use. Now you making you being used. Yeah, you like damn, I mean, and now. Now you been using me all this time. I, I'm fifty fifty now. I'm now I'm going to the next situation with baggage. Like or, I ain't trusting nothing. Catfished right. everything. Yeah. <laughs> or, or like that that one saying, you can lead a horse to the water, but you can't make them drink. You know what? I believe that so much. No, I agree. People, just like with what you teach, I've been telling people. Nobody has done it, done it but me. Mm. Okay, so when I start charging y'all like Bernay said, <laughs> <laughs> then don't get mad. Or so, all right, y'all. So this is the uh, second episode of the I Love Myself podcast. Has some extremely special guests. We had to the right of me my brother Dex. Dex with the mess. Had to the left of me my sister Pimp C. She's pimping for real. Had to the other left of me my sister Christy. And we're going to get her to make us some catfish. Catfish okay. Christy. Because she, she, she says she can make it. She's about to hold, hold her to that. Catfish Christy. Let's go. So um, y'all jump in the comments. If you're on YouTube or Facebook, jump in the comments. Tell us what you think. Tell us your point of view. And next time we'll be taking some live questions. Right, Chris? We're taking some live questions so y'all can tune in and ask us live. And uh, like, comment, and subscribe, and share this with your family. I love myself. I love myself. I love myself. Peace. Peace, y'all. Hi. So, I, love I have been talking about doing a podcast for a while. Yeah. Okay. And so we're now we're gonna do it live. Is that all right with y'all? Yeah.